Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lions fans, it's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions Podcast. Welcome to the Daily DLP. I'm your host, Ash Thompson. And today, I'm going to go over all the things I found interesting about the numbers on Monday night's game against the Raiders. Okay, let's jump straight into it. The Lions scored on 50% of their offensive drives, which is tied for their season high. Uh, which matches Green Bay in week four. In Green Bay, however, it was four touchdowns and two field goals on 12 drives, while against the Raiders, it was two touchdowns and four field goals. Still a commanding performance by the offense, but with room to improve as far as that ratio goes. Uh, One punt on the night, which tied the season low, which was Seattle week two. It was the other time they only punted once. Uh, Two fumbles, unfortunately, also ties the Seahawks game for a season high, but with the quality of competition, the result was very, very different. 26 points was slightly above the team's average for the year, uh, which is just a little over 24. And the Lions set a team record with 400, or not a team record, but a team high with 486 yards on the night. This is the first time this year that the Lions had a 100-yard rusher and a 100-yard receiver. Hasn't happened yet. They've had both. They just haven't had them both on the same day. Uh, It was the fourth game this year that the Lions have fumbled multiple times, and the second time they've lost two of them. Uh, The Lions crushed time of possession on this one, and it's real hard to lose when you do this. They had... 39 minutes and 33 seconds of time of possession compared to the Raiders, 20 minutes and 27 seconds. They like they nearly lapped the Raiders as far as time of possession goes on this one. They're in 81 offensive plays. Uh, so three turnovers on the day, but in the end, got the result we wanted. So let's focus on some players here. Jameer Gibbs, 26 rushes, 152 and a TD. Fourth Lions rookie ever to have a 150-yard rushing performance. You can name two of these, I guarantee. The third one you might struggle with, some of you might get it, but it's Barry, Sanders, obviously, Billy, Sims. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Kevin Jones is the other one who did this. Uh, And and Gibbs is the first Lions rookie since Jones to produce back-to-back games with 125 or more yards from scrimmage. Second straight game for Gibbs with a touchdown run over 20. How's that number 12 overall pick looking right now? With that said, someone who came from a very different place, Craig Reynolds, did a great job spelling Gibbs as well. Uh, and it's it's lost because Gibbs had such an amazing game that Reynolds also had a pretty good game. Uh, he had 14 carries for 74 yards, which would have been the best game the Lions had from running back some seasons 
uh, but just completely overshadowed by the spectacular night that Gibbs had. Not bad for a team that was starting three backups on the interior offensive line and needed to replace one of those backups during the second half. Like, there's a reason Hank Fraley got on the broadcast. The man has been an absolute coaching wizard for the seasons that he's been in Detroit. Uh, because he's the quarterback, we have to talk about Jared Goff. Through a TD pass in his 18th straight home game, extending his franchise record. Three years in, already has a Lions record. That's always a good sign. Uh, but he did throw a 75-yard pick six on a play where it looked like he either expected Amon Ross St. Brown to do something completely different than he did, or he did a terrible job trying to throw the ball in the dirt. One of those two. Uh, it's always amusing to see people talking about Goff like he has this horrendously weak throwing arm because uh, straight up does not. It's an above-average NFL quarterback throwing arm. But it would be really nice if we could stop seeing pick sixes for the rest of the year. You know, just Jared, if you're taking notes. <laughs> sure, you hadn't thought maybe I shouldn't do that again. Um, Sam Laporta, 43 receptions on the year. Lions rookie tight end record. And given that the Lions have drafted three tight ends in the first round since 2008, that's impressive that halfway through the year, Sam Laporta has this record. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, the 11th 100-yard game, has set a Lions record for receivers in their first three seasons with the team. He's the first Lions receiver to put up five 100-yard games in the first seven games of a season since Herman Moore did it in 1997. Uh, he has 18 straight games with four or more receptions. He has just... The man is the most consistent offensive player in the NFL. Let's flip over to the defensive side of the ball. The defense allowed one touchdown on 11 drives. All right. Well, and that's the third time this year that the D has allowed fewer than two touchdowns, which is impressive as well. Uh, it is the first time the Lions have not allowed a single field goal attempt on the night. Uh, the defense limited the opposing offense to less than one point per, dr per drive uh, for the third time this season. The Raiders' 157 yards was the fewest that the Lions' defense has allowed since 2013. And the Lions did not allow a single 20-yard completion on the night. Devontae Adams was targeted seven times and came away with one reception for 11 yards. Great job by the secondary, keeping him off the box score. And by the defensive line, keeping Jimmy Garoppolo uncomfortable in the pocket, so they couldn't connect when Adams did manage to get open. So let's get to some of our own defensive players. Uh, Alex Anzalone, uh, first lines inside linebacker with three tackles for loss and two sacks since the league started officially recording those stats. Kirby Joseph, first line in the 2000s to record five interceptions and two forced fumbles in their first two seasons. Aling McNeil, first Lions interior defensive lineman to record two sacks and a pass defense since big baby Sean Rogers in 2007. 
and it was 2018, the last time a Lions interior defensive lineman got two sacks. All in, the Lions dominated the Raiders in a way that was so complete. Las Vegas owner, Mr. Davis, the man with the mop head, much more of a mop head, by the way, than, than Michael Gray, despite what some of the YouTube comments have had to say about that gentleman. It was the last straw for him with Josh McDaniels. And that's the second time McDaniels has been fired mid-season in the second year of his tenure. That's it. He's done as an NFL head coach. That will never happen again. Like, I was shocked that he got another shot after alienating Jay Cutler so badly he requested a trade. And that was back when that was rare. That wasn't a thing that happened. Like, a team's quarterback never asked out. And then he flaked on the Colts a few years ago when Frank Reich took that job. It was as a result of Josh McDaniels first taking the Colts job and then being like, no, just kidding. I don't want that one. <laughs> I don't know why anyone would look at him again. I don't know why they did look at him again. They definitely will look at him again now. There are very few people on earth with the capability of being a good head coach in the NFL. And I think teams need to recognize that uh, New England is a place that the very few coaches who have come out of there have been even a little bit successful did it in spite of their time in New England, not because of their time in New England. Wasn't that long ago that we were on the other side of this particular conversation. The Raiders have always been my AFC team, so I'm, I'm glad they're going in literally any direction other than the one that they were going in. Uh, <laughs> they also fired their GM, so they might finally be kind of getting this thing right. Or they might just be about to hire Jim Harbaugh on an eight-year deal worth $100 bucks and letting him pick his own GM. If I were a betting man, that is probably what I would be betting would happen. Uh, they're they're going to hire Jim Harbaugh, and they're going to pay him a lot of money, and they're going to give him a lot of term, and it is going to do what Jim Harbaugh does. Uh, regardless of the situation in Vegas, though, since that's not really what this podcast is about, the Lions rebounded in this game in a way that a good team does when they get punched in the mouth, and all teams do get punched in the mouth. They couldn't do anything right in Baltimore. And then a week later, they dominated a lesser opponent, despite the fact that they didn't even have a great night as a team. Like, there were a lot of spots where they could have done things a lot better, and they still beat the brakes off the Raiders. The base level of competence on this team is something that Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell have really focused on raising over the last two and a half years. And that's something I'm going to be talking about a lot when I do the midpoint review sometime in the next week or so. We've got a lot of space to fill. Not going to do it right here. I'm going to spend a whole episode on that. So uh, listen, hit like and subscribe. Comment below. Keep the darkness at bay and fight the good fight. Getting easiest and most convenient, least expensive way possible. Check out all the other content on the channel, Gray's Quick Hits, Bischoff and Brown, and the now 500 episode deep main show. Click on the links below to buy things. And uh, bid on the St. Jude auctions Friday as Chris and Jeff go live for 24 hours for charity. This year they've set a 
pretty high goal for the the donation target. So please be generous. Have a good day. Let's bring it in here together. Lions on three. One, two, three. Yes. You've had enough of that shit.